0: Hi, welcome back to My Daily Briefing. This is Gwen Dias, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast and discovering that the Bible really does make sense when its stories are told in chronological order. Here's Ed with our next episode. Hi, this is Ed. Let's go right to episode 91, titled, Jonathan Climbs a Cliff to Fight for God. You can find these events in 1 Samuel chapter 14. Most of the Israelite soldiers had scattered. They were afraid to face the fierce Philistine army, so they fled. King Saul was discouraged. He had no idea what to do. Along with a priest named Ahijah, he set up camp under a pomegranate tree and sat there paralyzed by fear and doubt. He did not think his army could possibly win against the much stronger, far better equipped Philistine army. He seemed to forget that God was on their side. But Saul's son, Jonathan, was ready to take action. He was aware that a Philistine outpost was at the top of a steep cliff and that the Israelites needed to destroy it. While exploring, he had discovered a strategic pass through some large rocks which would allow them to get closer. So he spoke with his young armor-bearer and boldly suggested that the two of them sneak through the pass to the far-off side of the cliff. When we're at the base of the cliff, we will let the enemy soldiers see us, he plotted. If they tell us to stop we will hurry back to our camp but if they call us to climb up the cliffs to see where they are we'll consider this a confirmation from god that god wants us to continue if this happens we can be sure god will give us this victory then jonathan added this god does not need a whole army to accomplish his purpose he can win with just the two of us his armor bearer did not hesitate to join him they left without telling anyone where they were going And when they reached the bottom of the cliff, the Philistines spotted the two young men just as they had planned. The soldiers at the top thought that Jonathan and his armor-bearer were Israelite deserters who had decided to surrender. Come on up here, they yelled, and we will teach you a lesson. This was the invitation Jonathan had hoped for. He knew that God wanted them to continue. Using their hands and feet, Jonathan and his armor-bearer scrambled up the steep cliff. As soon as they reached the top, they killed more than 20 men using Jonathan's weapons. The news spread quickly, and the Philistines began to panic. Thinking there were traitors in their own ranks that must have helped the Israelites, they actually turned and started killing each other. Then, to confuse things even more, God set an earthquake. The Israelites, who were camped below, heard the battle up on the cliffs and noticed that the Philistine army was in complete disarray. But instead of joining in the combat at that strategic time, Saul decided to call the roll of all his troops to find out who had left without his permission. Well, the only two missing were his son Jonathan and his armor-bearer. When Saul finally led his men into the battle, many soldiers who had previously deserted the Israelites and joined the Philistine army switched sides and fought with Saul again. Others came out from their hiding places in the rocks and caves to join the battle. Because of Jonathan's strong faith and great courage, God gave the Israelites a major victory that day. Think about it. Do you ever feel like you are the only one who wants to serve God while everyone else is just sitting around doing nothing? God does not need a whole army of people to accomplish His purposes. In 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9, God tells us this, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. You see, God is able to do extraordinary things through one courageous person who decides to trust Him completely. Now go and trust Him today.